know that there is something magical inside of you, but you don't know how to uncover it? The Heart Sing Podcast is dedicated to just that, helping you put yourself first and figure out what lights you up. I'm your host, Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and through my journey of losing nearly 100 pounds, uncovering the magic of my soul, and building the life of my dreams, I'm leaving no stone unturned in the process of self-discovery. And I'm here to share it all with you, so let's get started. Welcome to the Heart Sing Podcast. I'm Addie B, aka Slayer of Namaslayer, and my heart is on fire this week, you guys, and it's all from creating fun in my world. And this episode is all about that fun, heart fire, and signs. They're everywhere, you guys. I'm coming in hot to you off an everyday adventure here in Blanding, Utah. I made a pit stop overnight on my way to Beaver Creek, Colorado, where I'm going to hang out with my aunt and enjoy some of the fresh mountain air. I decided on this road trip to just really take my time and enjoy myself and have a lot of self-reflection. I have my Audible lineup already all set to cover all the bases, mind work, body, soul work, like kind of mix it up. And I'm in this building magnificent retreats course. I'm going to mix some of that in there. And then of course, my own mind, which I like to let work on its own for long periods of time without any input because it's where all the brain babies are. And what a better place to do this than on the road. I've talked about this in a think hour before you guys, where you plan time to just think. It's like I can feel the pathways in my brain just firing as it connects pieces of knowledge from everywhere. It's like pew, pew, pew. This actually makes me think of Liz, one of our Heart Sing podcast listeners, and she is going to come in the sisterhood. I know she she's learning meditation coming up here soon, but she just took herself on a solo adventure that she posted in the Facebook group, and we are all like, oh, I want to do that. She got this little cabin in the middle of nowhere, right? It's like a little meditation cabin and it's just her and she's going without her technology. She's got her books, magic pages and some books for self-reflection and self-discovery and to just be in nature and just be. And it is so powerful to do this, you guys, when you're just by yourself and how often do we do that? I can tell you even living alone, it's easy to live alone and not truly be by yourself. Making that time is so valuable and sometimes we have to schedule it. So if you're not taken off on a solo road trip or booking a meditation cabin somewhere, plan an hour for yourself to just think, to just think and be or do a walking nature meditation. So powerful. And this is how the universe is with signs too, right? Just like those pieces of knowledge, pew, pew, pew. The universe brings these signs from everywhere too, which of course you're going to hear more about because there were so many again this week. It's really remarkable when I am tuned up When my huge is on, and huge is the Sanskrit for yoga, right? Meaning body, mind, and soul connection. Let's get going on that, right? I'm huged up, man. I got my huge on today. Work it. When my huge is strong, (laughs) 
<laughs> okay, when my connection is strong, you guys, the signs are everywhere. And things I might not have even noticed before is written off as a coincidence or, you know, oh, that's just a funny coincidence that happened, but it's there's just too many of them. I started to listen and it's in these piled up coincidences that I built the understanding of feeling of my guidance system. So start to look for yours, look for all these seemingly innocent little coincidences and write them down. I wrote mine out last night preparing for this from this week. And I was like, OMG, just on one avenue. It's not even all of them. This is nuts. I'm going to bring you guys up to speed. But first, I stopped in this cute little town in Blanding, Utah. And by the way, if you're ever rolling through Utah, this is south of Moab. And they have a great little visitor center here with a park and nice bathrooms. I stopped on so many road trips with Millie here before. And this time when I stopped, I decided to just stay here and ended up finding this cute little motel, like a roadside motel, the Blue Sage. And you guys, I've had four-star hotels, which were not as clean and nice inside as this one. And it's really cute. It's adorable. It recently renovated. And I love being able to park right outside my door, especially when I'm road tripping, because I have so much stuff with me and I can just bring it in. Picture this cute little Main Street USA with one traffic light town. You've got the ice cream parlor with the homemade fudge, a theater that plays one show a night, and the building looks so small. I thought it was the post office, but it turns out the post office is the big building in town. And the A&W on the corner, it's also the local gas station and a bowling alley. We are efficient here. And you guys, there's even shaved ice right next to my favorite, of course, the coffee shop and bakery. And how I did not get one of those donuts, I don't know, because it had to be the best looking Bismarck thing I've seen. Actually, you know, I didn't even think about getting one now that I think about it, not while I was in there until I wrote this sentence. While I was in there, it didn't even cross my mind. Huh, I've become, I've become the non-Bismarck eating donut person. (laughs) Doesn't mean I didn't eat the ice cream, just full confessions. I love to go to new little towns and explore and meet people and just wander. This morning, I was going to Google an epic hike, but I decided I felt more like exploring this little area. So I headed out away from Main Street and I ran into this Native American museum and archaeology site. You guys, it's archaeological and I cannot say it. So you know one of those sites. And it was closed, of course. (laughs) But when has that ever stopped me? Signs, signs everywhere. There's signs. What's it say in that song? Tell you to keep out, but it just like, who are you to tell me to keep out? So anyhow, I found a back way into this site so I could explore on my own. And it it was fun. I did a Facebook Live. I'll link it below in case you guys want to check this out. There were some sculptures and hieroglyphics. And one was a figure moving through time and another figure having a spiritual vision. Really cool stuff. And the views, the mountains around. Utah's a beautiful state. And I got some grounding in. I got the lightning bolts through my feet, which is really good for you, you guys, if you haven't heard me talk about ground 
pounding yet, it moves the energy through your body, through the soles of your feet or your palms. It's a really great way to increase circulation, reduce inflammation through your body. And it's natural. We're meant to be connected to the earth. That's why you feel so good when you walk on a sand beach. Okay, squirrel. But why am I telling you all of this anyway? Because it was just a walk, but it was fun. And why was it fun? Because I didn't know where I was going or what I would find. It was an adventure, an everyday adventure. And that's a good one for the everyday adventure list, actually, you guys. Explore a small town near me. I don't know. Even taking your walk and moving it in a different direction can be an adventure of sort. What are you going to find that you haven't seen before? If you haven't made an everyday adventure bucket list, I will link it below and also the podcast episode that I did on here about it. You must have one of these. Start doing things outside your comfort zone. You never know what might light you up. It's how I found meditation was through this little bucket list. And you know what else is fun? For me, going live, doing this podcast, like I love to share with my voice. I love to speak and share, especially now that I found me. It's like I can't contain her. So that's fun for me. I just do. And you might think it's fun. You might not. But if you haven't tried, how do you know? Do you know what is fun? I've shared with you before about my core values and in the audible lineup for this road trip I was telling you about, I was listening to Rebecca Campbell's new book, Letters from a Starseed. She also wrote Rise, Sister, Rise, which you'll hear me rant on about, um, especially when I'm in like, I'm in such a sisterhood groove right now. It's really coming around full circle with everything and building with community and the sisters and bringing new sisters in. It's just a really powerful connection. Rebecca is such an inspiration on that level to me. And she talks about our soul values and ego values, and maybe not in those exact words, but that was the gist of it. And it really intrigued me. I was like, yeah, so I've been telling you guys about my five core values. I really think these are my soul values. These are what I've found that light me up that I navigate by on a soul level. And my ego values are different. These can be things I've uh, that come from my history or upbringing, like hardworking, things like that. These are ones I've built based on that history. And my soul values are what light me up on that interior level. And I love that distinction, thinking about it like that. The values I've been sharing with you, those top five I have. Do you know your five yet? I would love to hear them. Mine are fun, adventure, inspiration, love, and authenticity. These drive my soul. When when I do all of these and when I can do them all together, oh my gosh, they light, I get lit up. And when I'm not living in alignment with these, my soul does not like it. When I'm not creating, when I'm not exploring and adventuring. And Rebecca talks about the journey of our souls and having imprints. And she even gets into samskara, which we teach in the primordial psalm meditation as well. You understand this concept about experiences of souls having this memory within as well. And I was like, well, for whatever reason, my soul wants to ensure we're adventuring and inspiring and living in truth. It's very important. So I got thinking, what are my ego values? What are these values that I have from past experience? I would say teamwork, personal fulfillment, freedom, community, leadership. It's just clicked that they are different because the first values, those are things that set my heart on fire at like 
at my heart level. And the ego things, these are areas that drive what I create in the world. They're more like my brain heart oriented. They're there because of things I experienced in my life, not just in me. Does that make sense? Maybe not. I don't even know if it makes sense to me yet, but it's so interesting to toss around those thoughts. And as I get to know my ego self better, and as you do, to look at it from your soul perspective, being that observer. As I've been sharing about the eight limbs of yoga in the past few weeks on the podcast, these paths being our way in to this higher self, this place of samadhi, this union of our souls. And as I dove deeper into each of these avenues, each of these paths, and how we treat ourselves and others and the practices we put into place, the yoga, the huge, right, the joining, through teaching it, as always, I started to learn even more, even though I had already learned all the things, I'm learning more every time I expand it, you know, every time you teach, there are two people learning. And I created an even greater focus on myself and slipped back into that alignment. And this happens on this journey of self discovery for so many of us, I think it's like practicing anything else, the more you practice being in alignment, with your true self, the more you become. And like weight loss, it's not an overnight process. Life is not all fun and adventures. And it's not always just easy. But what if we can make it that as much as we can? What if it can be just easy? When we start to understand that we create our life, and when we're in alignment, it is easy, it flows. And that we're the actor in the play but also we're the writer, the director, the producer. That takes us away from this victim mode that life is happening to us. And then we happen to life. Don't you want to happen to life to create it, to light it up? Are you like, hell yes, Slayer, let's do it. And then are you like, how do we do it? <laughs> yeah, you guys, that's what I'm here for. I don't know where that yeehaw came from, but we're rolling with it. Captain, fun at your service. <laughs> First, you guys, we have to start with this quest of what lights you up. You know where you don't find that? You don't find it playing safe by doing the same thing day in and day out. You don't find it by talking like crap to yourself. You don't find it by sitting on your ass at home watching Netflix. No, I wasn't talking directly to you. That was from my other friend. Don't tell her though. You don't find the magic by having those same thoughts that have you take the same actions. Once you understand this and you can see it, that you can create and you start to test this, you guys don't just take my word for it. You want to test it. Be your own scientist. Take some things and try them on. And understand that you can create just with your thoughts whatever you want. The world opens up. Actions can also influence your thoughts greatly. Think about this. You had fun doing that thing. You're going to want more of it. Start to change your thoughts and your approach to things and you can change your entire trajectory of your life. It is not written until you write it. And look, no one can tell you what to think either. They can't tell you what to write in your script. Only you control what is in there. I can't reach in your brain and rearrange the words for you. I can give them to you, but they're not going to work for you. Your words are going to be different. 
What if all the things you think are a problem in your life are exactly that because you think they're a problem? What if you decide to create something new for your life, to change it up? I said something in Renee Spears on her Mundology podcast when I was on there last week, and I was like, oh, yeah, that. I was talking about my shift into weight loss becoming spiritual, and I said, you know, I had stopped seeking the solution to the fat, and I started seeking the solution to the magic of my life. That nugget right there, you guys. I stopped seeking the solution to the fat and started seeking the solution to the magic of my life. And that solution does involve some things on a health health quest that might appear diety to some people. To me, they're part of that magic of my life because I am more in alignment when the cells in my body are, when I eat better, when I feel clean, when I feel less weighted down, when I can move, when I'm all of those things, how my body is also a portal to that place inside of me so I can sit comfortably, take care of myself. Those things, the solution to the magic of my life and having fun. Finding what lights you up. Do you know what lights you up? What about your core values, you guys? What drives you? What are those things for you? I have fun in the craziest ways. And you probably are not going to think they're fun. Your fun is going to be something different. Of course, this goes with my signs this week. So it just all rolls in. Because when I add fun and adventure in my life combined with inspiring others and just being me and living in love, oh man, you guys. Hearts on fire. Listen to this list of signs, okay? On Monday, I had an early 90-day planning session with the Me First Sisterhood, a four-hour intensive workshop where we get together and get it done. We don't just sit and listen to me, right? We're like, take action. I believe in creating and maximizing time, (laughs) making whatever fun I can for myself and others, hopefully. (laughs) Hope you guys all had a good time. Well, I decided to open with Rocky, right? Just because, I don't know, it's Rocky and the eye of the tiger was calling me. This was my high school all-state softball team. It was like our theme song. And warning, this is going to be a squirrel here, but I'll come back. Not coincidentally, on this road trip, I also started listening to John Ackoff's book, Soundtracks. Love it, of course. Knew I would. I've been saving it for something like this. And I love Ackoff. He wrote the book, Finish, I talked about in the perfectionism episode. And I also have to say we owe him the bomb box in the Me First Guide Planner. That's from John. Thank you, John. When you pick something, you bomb each day off that endless to-do list. It's so liberating. It helps you say, you know what? I'm not going to do this. Take that to-do list. I'm just, I'm not going to get it all done anyway. So I'm going to intentionally not get this done. I'm going to be less than perfect. Take that perfect. You don't exist anyhow. Try it on. Bomb something someday, you guys. Okay, squirrel of squirrels. So John is talking about how music can bring you to the moment. Those feelings are wired in there. And this happens at our peak, generally between 11 and 14 for women. He's relating all of this, how we have these thoughts and feelings, which is of course genius, but the music for me lately is really what was like my, oh, and got me thinking about all these songs I've been mentioning recently and how I can see where I was and how I felt listening to them. What are your songs for you that were like from back in the day? One of mine was The Eye of the Tiger. 
I can literally smell the fresh cut grass on the softball field. I can feel the energy in my heart as we ran on as a team to warm up and we're blasting the eye of the tiger out of a large silver boom box. And the energy was palpable, you guys. I was ready. I have visions with this energy now where I'm up on a stage. I roar up in my Harley and I come up there. And I'm like, what's up, witches and bitches? And we like all like jam out to something together and the energy is just like spot on. And that's what this was. And sports were like that for me in many ways growing up, a place I played, learned to gel and lead a team and where my body reacted to my mind and soul. I could feel it when I was going to nail the ball. It's what made me good. It was as much a mental game for me as a physical one. And even at that young of an age, I knew it. (laughs) Oh man, to know then what I do now about visualization, I used it, but not like I do now. I don't think we understood back then what we do now about the impact of that on, on professional athletes too. They'll spend two hours a day visualizing. If you're not visualizing, all I challenge the me first group and the planner is one minute a day. But if you're not visualizing it, all you guys get something in. It's so powerful. So that feeling, right? The eye of the tiger feeling. I'm going to kick some ass and hit the ball out of the park and our team's going to do, we're going to just rock it. It was the vibe I wanted to bring that AM. So of course I put on the eye of the tiger and I made my grand entrance on screen, of course, with my sweatshirt tied around my shoulders, boxing like I'm Rocky. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Yes, I'm boxing right now. I know you can't see me. I got to figure out how to film this. I'm sure you get a kick out of it. So fun. I'm pumped up, right? And it gets everyone laughing and you can feel the energy. We take something possibly mundane and boring and make it anything but, and we get the work done and dive into self-discovery and these things that are going to transform our lives. And we have a good time while we do it. It's like taking a scrapbooking party, mixing it with the ball team and bringing it to (laughs) self-help. These are my soul values all united. So it carried this pitta fire energy. This, there's the fire word again, right? And the pitta being my Ayurveda dosha type, which is about fire. We are getting into that and we're getting to the hearts of fire part too. I prepped and prepped for this free intro meditation course. That morning, I decided it needed to be more witchy bitchy. And Chopra, at the Chopra Center, they say we're trained and we can use this material however it fits with what we want to create. Well, you know, you know what I create, right? And I'm ready to bring the witchy bitchy me to primordial sound meditation. So I scrapped my entire presentation like four hours before I was going to meet with everybody and created a new meditation experience right then. I want to make meditation fun and cool, like stepping on the ball field and getting ready to slip into that field of infinite possibilities with a big ass smile on your face with your girls and joy in your heart. So it opened with with this, right? If you have concerns about hearing witches and bitches in the same sentence as meditation, you might be in the wrong place. It might be a good time to have a technical glitch or something because it's bound to happen here. And there we go just be in me. And mind you, I don't need to say witches and bitches like a hundred million times all over the place. It's fun. It's just fun to say. And what does that mean to you? Right? And what, what does it mean to you? And how is that not fun? 
I just get a hoot out of it. And so there we go, just being me, authentically me, having fun, being adventurous, inspiring through my story, by the way. You don't in- inspire other people by thinking of what might inspire them. You share your story. And if it sings to people, it sings to people. And I do this with a heart of love. And so that's all of my core values in one. So I carried that lit through another two hours. We kept talking. It's only to be one hour, but no one left. We could have stayed in that room all night, I think. I think like one or two people I had to go. And that's what I want to build, that connection, the vibes, the sisterhood, while you uncover your path inside. It's what I've been building. And I got several messages after that that just lit me up. I know I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And my people, you, you are finding me. And one of these messages was from a new listener that reached out when she signed up for her meditation course to extend her practice. And she was ready to reclaim her energy healing self. And she was already doing so and so excited. And guess what her name was? Heartfire. Okay, remember that, okay? Heartfire. So I was stream of conscious writing the next day. I wrote, my heart's on fire this week. And I kept writing and remembered Heartfire reached out. Oh, and how grateful I was for her. And I was also writing that day about all these pieces falling in place with my adventures this summer. To recap, I'm going to recap those for you guys a little bit here. I mean, first, let's not forget about the book. That kicked off the signs and it's still primary. My guide said so. And so does my lifelong dream. It's key to what I'm doing somehow. I'm not sure how. I just know it is. And it will be done. In the past few weeks, though, I started getting signs about growing my yoga practice more, my physical asana practice. And I was led to Rolf Gates through the book, The Meditation on the Mat, that I love. And the online course that I can do this with him and get my teaching certificate and learn even more. I'm going to do this while writing the book because it will also help me keep in alignment body, mind, and soul, which is going to be very important while I'm doing that. Then I got money toward continuing my Chopra education this fall and next winter, done and done. Give me all the knowledge, Deepak, so I can add it to my cool meditation club. <laughs> Listen, one of the women in the Me First Sisterhood private coaching group, one of the groups, she said her family calls her Sunday morning calls her cool kids call. <laughs> I like that. Come be a cool kid with us. I'm actually in the process right now of bringing cool kids in the Me First group, and I'm doing this through the meditation courses, and it's limited space due to the time needed to train everyone in how I'm bringing this group in and how I'm working to format all of this going forward. So if you're curious, the intro is free, and it's only an hour. It's Look, it's not my fault if I'm entertaining and you stay on the call longer, Okay. You might want to block some extra Slayer might be entertaining time just in case, but you can come for an hour and get everything you need to start meditating and learn about why and the impact on my journey and some other women's journeys in the sisterhood and have some fun. Sign up for that. I'm going to try to do these monthly, but the me first opening is limited and it's going to be a very intensive dive in. If you are ready to dig in and get lit up, get into that intro to meditation class. It's all part of my madness of my plan here to help women on their transformation journey. And hell, man, let's have some fun at the same time. Squirrel upon squirrel today. Uh, stay on topic, Slayer. Prior to my realignment, I was victim-moding all over. 
poor me, stuck in a hot Arizona, my RV's broken, blah, blah, blah. I could see myself doing this, like creating my own reality. Because of course, I'm aware. Sometimes even with this awareness, it's like I'm seeking to get myself back on track and through the core values and the vision, which I talked about that last week and the, the vision of me traveling and adventure and doing retreats. But what it comes down to is letting go. It's where the freedom is. Trusting all of it to the universe, the how. When we get wrapped in that how, it's when we stay in that broken moment. Just showing up no matter what to my me first time, to my AM habit stack, no matter how uncomfortable it is, and I'll always come out the other side with my heart more radiant. And usually from a one to a five on a one to five scale. And I moved my wake up time to 4 a.m. So I couldn't complain to myself that it was too hot already. And I just made it happen. And oh man, you guys, stuff just started rolling in. First, I'm going to Beaver Creek. Yeah, I'm, I'm there, Mary. You don't have to ask me twice, right? Going to Colorado for up to 10 days, however long I want to stay. And then I receive my friend's house and car in Hawaii for over a week at the end of the month. And I get to see my little one do some retreat site scoping and maybe teach meditation there, kind of check out some options so I can get over there more. And then my other Arizona friend messaged and we were talking. She's like, hey, we're heading out of town for August. Why don't you just stay there, take care of the plants? And I'm like, okay, perfect. I can get the RV in the shop while I'm there and plan a fall adventure. But to where? And then I start thinking about my fall adventure and the next 90-day planning session because fun, right? (laughs) I'm like, I want some more of that fun I had on Monday. And then I want to do a mini winter is coming camp, you know, so play off my, you know, favorite game of thrones all day long. And then I got thinking about heading out east a bit and doing, I could do it out there and maybe I could do a workshop in person because that sounds fun too. And in the back of my brain, something is saying, what about the book? What about the book? Or maybe it's in my soul, right? wherever that voice is coming from. But I was all excited to move the RV and it sounds like a fun plan. So I asked a sister out that way, hey, scope out some places for us and get this, you guys. I literally get off the call with her and I get a pull a call from my friend Babs with a message about a house in Oregon she has used for in September that's like a perfect writer's house and I should come visit. (laughs) Meanwhile, I started singing Hearts on Fire in my head I thought it was from St. Elmo's Fire or something like that. And so I Googled it and guess what it's from? Friggin' Rocky, you guys. Hearts on fire. Oh, I can't sing that one. You know what I mean, right? Do you guys know that Rocky song? Well, apparently I didn't either. I And I clearly don't know how to sing it, but um, I knew it enough to for it to be playing and know it was an anthem of some sort, right? It just kept going. And so I look it up, it's Rocky. I'm writing and talking about my heart being on fire. A new sister tells me her name is Heartfire. Before I even met her, I'm boxer dancing to Rocky, having fun to Eye of the Tiger, and then Hearts on Fire song is from Rocky. It gets better, though. I'm poloing this back to Babs about all this Heartfire coincidence and her coming with this September and it being a sign about the book. I was, you know, just looking for an adventure. And you know how I love Oregon. That's where I dropped to my knees on the dune and wept. I met God in Oregon without any meditation. One of those moments. One of the few places actually I've looked to get back to to stay for a bit. That and the Great Lakes, of course. 
And possibly my brother, if he's nice to me this year. I'm just kidding. I'll get up there, Judd. This is how we'll know if he ever listens to me or not. Okay, so I polo Babs all this heart fire stuff, and she messages me back. Get this. Babs is like around 50 like me, right? She's never seen Rocky. First of all, Babs, how did that happen? But then she said, until last week, when she got called to watch Rocky for some random reason. Yeah. You want to pick my mic up there for me? You cannot make this stuff up. It happens all the time. So just in case I wasn't sure I should go up to Oregon, the universe also made sure Babs watched Rocky. So I was like, like, oh, what? And I look up Hearts of Fire. It happens all the time. This one week of infusing fun adventure into what I do and letting go, creating vision, just being me. The letting go, letting the results of an outcome go. Like I created a free intro course to meditation. I created this podcast to inspire you on your journey. I've created courses, hopefully inspire you to meditate and many other things. But I have to let go after I create. I have to put send and let it be in the universe. I have to just be me and not worry about the outcome. Not worry about what other people might think even in the moment. This goes for you guys too. Don't let what you create be impacted from outside sources. You create what you are meant to create and you let it go. And if you come meditate with me or like the podcast or buy a book, that is amazing. And it does light me up. But it isn't what it's about. When I can let go of that ego, let go of that ego self and the influence and just create And it not be contingent on the outcome, not censored, but what might happen or how someone might think they're just my creations. They're from my soul and my ego and they'll grow and change and evolve just as I will. And yours will grow and change and evolve with you. And I hope to be your sister by your side as you go through this too. I love it. I want to send you guys with some takeaways this week before I head out and get on the road to get to Beaver Creek. Do your everyday bucket list. Start taking action. Find some fun in your life. Do you know your core values? What are your soul values versus your ego values? Isn't that interesting? I'm going to put my Audible Road Warrior list from this trip in the Free Heartsing podcast group. If you're not in there already, hop in. The link will be in the comments here, or you can search Heartsing Podcast Community on Facebook. And as soon as I get settled in Beaver Creek, I'll get them posted in there in case you guys are curious. And I'm going to do a fun challenge in there this month too, I think. Well, I think it's fun. You might not. But listen, my friends, your reviews, love, love, love. And that's my ego too. She loves it. I'll admit, keep them coming. Share me. I'm shareable mostly, most of the time, aren't I? Okay, maybe not, but share me anyway. I am so grateful to have found you, my like-minded sisters and brothers out there. And 
I do teach meditation to men as well, so feel free. Um, I will probably dial back the WMBs for you a little bit. Maybe have like an all warlock session or something like that. But let me know if you're interested. I would love to teach you. And I do do private as well. You guys, I think there's something so powerful learning in groups because then we learn from each other too. It's such a valuable interaction when we can do that. Okay, until next week, my witches and bitches, Slayer is out to be her creative. Let's light it up.